1: Four, I believe, actually. Oh, Rolling right along here with Charles on Financial Choices Matter. And we are going to talk about the potential forgiveness of student loans that's being proposed and some pros and cons of this uh, conversation piece, especially in the times that we're in right now and things that are going on. That's on the docket this week. Of course, there's going to be some emails along the way and a little bit about what's coming up with uh, Charles and the team there for uh, you know workshops, webinars, and all that good kind of stuff. So that's the uh, topic of conversation this week. On the podcast. What's going on, buddy? Still a little hey, under the weather. You doing all right? Yeah,
0: nah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling better. That's I'm good. feeling better. You know, it's fine. I'm not worried about it. Well, I I don't know if I knew anything about these upcoming workshops and webinars. Oh, wait. No, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. Never mind. There you I go. Mean, I was going to say, come on now. <laughs> try to trick me. Don't try, do that. Yeah, it's no too easy. It's too easy some days, Mark. Don't very,
1: do that. Very true. Well, this is our end of May podcast <laughs> version. So this is right before Memorial Day week. And got any plans? Got anything no. uh, on the docket? No. No? no, no. I, uh, I, I, I don't know
0: we, we might up going back to tucson i was gonna so say we, you know
1: you're gonna see the grandbaby come on what are you talking about
0: well <laughs> uh, we have got to be down there at least a couple of times in the month of june because a it's his birthday and b his little sister's gonna get born so oh well there you go um, yeah yeah well yeah so well,
1: well you know i say many times charles that uh you know memorial day is the end we all know it's the unofficial kickoff to summer uh, even though it's not technically summer. So hopefully everybody has a good Memorial Day weekend. If you're checking this out prior to or after or whatever the case is, uh, hopefully you had a good time as well. But let's get into our topic and, and, and talk a little bit about this because it's certainly okay. something that people are very polarized by. Uh, cl- <laughs> clearly the age has a lot to do with it, right? If you're younger and you owe a lot of money, you're all for it. If you're older, maybe not as much. But you know, what are some pros and cons, You know, the, the good or the bad of this, to talk about uh, you know forgiving some of these student loans.
0: I fall on the side of that's the stu- stupidest thing in the world and one of the least lessons you could teach our children that you could possibly come up with. Yeah. Hey, the government will bail your rear end out of everything. Yeah. You know, it's it's i it makes no sense to me. It absolutely makes no sense. Here's we our kids had student loans in college and I'm going to give their example. Mine too. A bit, a bit of a bit of how we did this. And the perspective they had about it, Mm -hmm. because they didn't have to have my perspective, but they had to live with me. So they had a lot. They had a lot of it. It's a loan. And that's the key. That's the key word in all of the rhetoric about it. It was a loan. You knew it was a loan. You had to sign off. You had yeah. to take a class. Yeah. You had to know it was a loan. A loan you pay back. That's the way they work. And
1: again, and the, you chose. I guess this is this <laughs> is the part. Yeah, This is the part that frustrates me, too. I, I agree that the cost of education is out of control. That oh, sure. should be that should be the focus. Not yeah. not, you know, the lesson of saying, hey, you borrowed more than you knew you could probably pay back for a degree. A lot of times you're probably not going to wind up using. You made yeah. Yeah. that decision. Yeah. It's no That's different right. than the the housing bubble of 08, 09. You bought a seven hundred thousand dollar house when you make sixty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. And granted, the institutions let you, but you yeah. made that yeah. choice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It drives me crazy. We here was the deal we made with our kids, and you know, this isn't because I'm the wisest man in the world, this was just the thing that made sense to Sherry and I, right? When they got to the point, I said, We just said, Hey, first of all, again, Sherry and I went to college a long time ago, so that wasn't all that expensive, but we both paid our way, we worked through school and paid it all, right? That's one of the overarching ways I look at this. But the deal with the kids, and the kids always worked in the summer. Always, They always had jobs. They started babysitting when we were still in Bellevue before we moved down here when they were 12 years old. We sent them to a class. They got certified babysitting class. When we moved down here, we actually printed business cards for them that had their, their name, their phone number, and their hourly rate for babysitting. And They would give people a business card. People were flabbergasted. But, um, you know, so they were making money all the time. They're happy to work. They're good workers. They know the, 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 the value of working. But we, we said to them, here's the deal. You can we're not going to pay for all of your college. We're just not. We never were. We're not. So you're responsible for part of your educational costs. You have a choice. You can work in college during the school year and not take out a student loan,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or you can take out a student loan and not have to work during the school year but you're still going to obviously work in the summertime. Both of them chose the loan. Both of them knew exactly what they were getting into, not because we beat it into their head what it was, because they took the class, they understood it, they asked questions, we answered their questions. And so they knew exactly what they were getting into and what their responsibility was. They both had was a 10 year payback you know if you've done a student loan you got i think it's like it was then it was six months after they graduated from college right then that's when the loan kicks in and you have to start paying it back yeah
1: normally, they right. both
0: paid the back it's not that complicated right. they just that was the, that was the most important dollar they had to spend every month that was the key that was the one they spent first and we asked both of them after we were done with the process okay so you we gave you the choice
1: well, and the loans you, have been, yeah. you know, and the loans well, right now have been suspended for what two years. So, yeah, I know. You yeah, have you have didn't an, have to did make just, a payment, so but you could. Here's the, I, I, this is the interesting well, thing about this too is you could be making payments the last couple of years, right? So, yeah, as far as
0: I know, yes, and it would be paid off earlier. Well, we asked the question: Was it better to do it this way and have the loan that you knew you had to pay back, but uh-huh. you got it paid back? Did it get in your way of living a fine life after you graduated from college with a student loan to pay? And they said absolutely not. It was way the best idea.
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: It taught them all kinds of good lessons.
1: And I get that, look, everybody's in all different kinds of situations. But fundamentally, you, you made this choice. You agreed to it. Yes. So you were talking about yes. your kid's situation. So we have the one kid. Uh, we did the partial parent loan and the partial student loan where she okay. did part of it. We did half. She right, did half. Right, right. Now, she joined the military. Now, she yeah. didn't join the military because of the loan. She joined it afterwards because that's what she really wanted to do. And it took me longer to convince her mom to let her to do it. But either way. <laughs> So she joined the military. Well, in just two years of being in the military, she's already paid the thing off. Well, well there you go. Well, that, she has yeah. the money. So it's sitting there in the account. Now, you know she's not paid it yet because she's waiting to see what's happening with all these different things. Because it's like, okay, what do you want to do? Do you want to just pay it off? And she's like, well, if I can keep my money, shouldn't I? If they forgive it? And I said, is that really what you want to do, though? Is that really the example you want to set or the lesson that you want to learn? Thank and so, you. And she's like, you know what? Now that I've got the money, now that I've made you know good money by uh, by getting a job and having a career choice, she's like, I'd rather pay it off and I'd rather feel good about myself yep. that I did the yep. right thing than just than this- hang on to a few extra bucks.
0: Thank you. That's that you taught that you taught her the right lesson.
1: Right, and so that's the same thing. All with,
0: we're supposed to that's do all as parents,
1: is te- right? And and so what lesson does this teach? So let's quickly look at some a couple of quick things here that how it affects supposedly the economy. So they're saying Scott that that ten thousand dollars student loan forgiveness would only boost the economy, the gross domestic product, the GDP, by about thirty one billion over three years. Now that might sound like a lot, but it's really not, right?
0: Well, yeah. Th- that's uh, and I okay. I mean, I'm not going to argue with the number. Is that a good thing? Is a bad thing? It's right. government accounting. It's a government accounting. It never makes <laughs> it never makes any sense. No, but so I I give it. But just for the, the argument, right? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. It's a blip.
1: It's 31 Fine. billion is nothing in three it's, years.
0: But you're still teaching about wrong lesson.
1: So okay, That's, so you forgive the loan. Uh, you get a small boost in the economy, so, and then so the gov- they buy- but the, <laughs> right.
0: But the but the, go- the government's got to pay the lender.
1: Well, sure. Now, here's what the thing. Now, here's the here's what I find funny about the rest of this this uh, this this piece here. Uh, it goes on to say we th- th- they find that this will inc- help increase future home ownership. Okay, so but you just taught them the lesson that the things don't work out well. We're gonna bail you out. So yeah, now you're back to the I housing know. thing of well, yeah. this didn't work out. So they bail me out of college. Now they'll bail me out of this house.
0: Yeah, I tell you, we do not elect the best and the brightest. That's all I've got to say. We and, just, and humans we just look
1: don't we have Man. if you give us look all of us not i'm not going to pigeonhole anybody all of us if sometimes if if you give us an inch we're going to take a mile right yeah that's just yeah well we're going to expect
0: ex- you to give us more than just 1 inch exactly because that's that's the lesson that the government is teaching us
1: so is it worth wow. that small short-term bump to the economy right now no. while everything's going no. on you, you you get all the, well to your point you can make i love how people say numbers don't lie well, they kind of can, right?
0: Well, you, sure. You, oh, hey, there's lies, damn lies, and statistics. Thank you, Mark Twain.
1: That's right. And you can manipulate numbers you know, oh, lots of different ways. Yeah. If you don't think you can, you're crazy, right? Yeah. But anyway, so it's it's a matter of, I get it. There's a lot of kids out there that are absolutely drowning in this debt. But you chose to make these decisions. Did you yes. not have any kind of plan? And if you did, what what was the plan? Maybe you well, should revisit right. that.
0: We, we used to do college planning for parents and the kids. Okay. And we got so astonishingly frustrated that we stopped doing it because if we had, we probably presented to, met with, talked to, showed how to do it to several hundred people, several hundred families okay. over a couple, three-year period of time. Right. There were maybe maybe three that had figured it out. The classic absolute case was, they come to see us when their kids at the end of their junior year in high school. Mm-hmm. And we ask, and we ask, and I've, I've said this before on previous podcasts, we asked them the question, you know, so what, ha, what have you done? Well, that's why we're here. We don't know. So when, when did you know your child was smart enough to probably go to college? Well, I don't know. It's like third grade. I say, like, did you start saving for college?
1: <laughs> right.
0: And they go, well, no, that's why we're here now. It's like, you're way too late. We can't do anything for you. We're not going to even going to try. I mean, we just quit. We just stopped doing it. It made us nuts. It made us absolutely crazy because the families don't know, didn't, didn't pay any attention. And this is just, this is just the government rewarding stupidity on the part of everybody.
1: Yeah. And um, and we're already uh, in such bad financial shape that I don't, I, we make, we keep making these knee jerk reactions I know. To to short term issues, it's like the whole gas thing, you know. Right now, we're at the end of May. Was what it was in uh, April? They're like, well, the um, we're gonna the FDA is gonna allow more ethanol to be put in the gas t- to being produced, all, so that way we'll yeah, drop the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which really didn't have a very long term effect on Dr. price, no, even though no. that's gonna cause corn production issues. Also, that's gonna cause issues of, of the way that burn. So that causes, a, um, uh, what yeah. am I looking for here? It burns dirtier, right, in your car. Yeah, so that yeah. becomes environmental. So messes up your engine but for a short term fix
0: everything touches something else in a way that may
1: be positive
0: but it could and it's always a short
1: term fix that's the problem that's
0: because they got to get reelected and it's a short term between elections
1: yeah exactly even the decisions with the stimulus stuff and everything shutting down a globe I mean you know, I don't want to antagonize too many people so we won't get too crazy but when you shut down a globe without fully thinking it through this is what you wind up having is all these problems that we're seeing now Yeah. um, yeah Because you just did; it's never been done before, and you just don't know what your, the ramifications are, and so we're making knee-jerk reactions to everything.
0: Yeah, I know. And this is there's one no of them. there's no plan. Right. That's what I do. I plan. I plan. <laughs> what a novel it's concept! Not complicated, except everybody makes it complicated. I think because-
1: we've mentioned this on before, but have you ever seen that movie Dave with Kevin Klein? Is a funny, great scene in there Caught where he calls this big, yeah, yeah, that one. Where, where there's exactly. a great scene though where he calls his buddy in, who's a who's a small town oh, yeah, CPA, the account, yes, yeah, the, the, to help work him on the budget, balance the budget, and the guy yes, looks at I it, and goes, he goes, who runs their business like this? <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's like, if I ran my business this way, I'd be out of business.
0: Yeah, you yeah. don't. It's 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 government.
1: You, it's too many talking heads. Too many talking heads. So anyway, back on topic here, head. we'll wrap it up. So the potential was, forgiveness.
0: Oh, What the hell were we talking about? Student loans, yeah,
1: (laughs) student loans. Uh, The pro, you know, look, there's there's some pros that there's definitely being tossed out there, but I think the cons certainly outweigh it, especially for long term. And again, a lot of this stuff is the the long term effects of this really don't seem to amount to the short-term you know, gain that we're going to get out of it. So uh, it's no. going to be a hot button. It's going to be a political poker chip, just like a lot of other things. We've oh, seen yeah. what's happened. It it yeah. was used already. Then it was pulled out from underneath. Now it's being tossed back out again, all I these know. kinds of things. So wherever you stand, the point of this, this conversation is plan. <laughs> do some planning. Do some strategizing <laughs> yeah. and yeah. get yourself in a better spot.
0: Yeah. Teach your kids good lessons. There you go.
1: All right, Janice, we got your question here. We're going to take you on the <laughs> show from uh, in Phoenix. And she says, uh, Scott, my husband and I have met with several financial advisors, uh, and uh, they all seem very nice, uh, but they always seem to talk to him, which kind of annoys me. Like I'm just some, some sort of bystander. Uh, what do I need to do to show that I'm an important part of this conversation as well?
0: Find the right advisor that's going to include you. I mean, seriously, I mean, I'm hoping she's walking
1: and she's like, no, right. I'm hoping she's saying get
0: up and walk out. Tell them exactly why you feel the way you feel. I, we have a rectangular table conference table in our conference room. Mm -hmm. Um, We always let the people right now, it's got eight chairs, but we have six at the table. Sure. One on each end, two on each side. We always let the folks choose when they come in for the first time, where do they want to sit. And wherever she sits and he sits, I will sit across from her. I've nice. never sat. Ac- I've never sat across from the guy ever. Never will. Won't. I don't want her ever to think that he and I are talking, and we don't even know that she and Sherry are in the room. Yeah, that's just flat out wrong. Exactly. Her um, life too. Her money
1: too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just leave. Tell your husband exactly how you feel about it, and tell the advisor exactly why you're leaving and that you will not work with him because if that's the way he is. It's a male-dominated industry that and it's so I goofy. think is, I, it's getting better. It is getting but better, yeah. Still, it's still, uh, there's just old-fashioned ways of doing things, and this is the one that makes us, Sherry and I, both the nut, the most nuts. It, it's goofy too.
1: It's goofy as well, Charles, when you think about it, because the, the statistically the, the husband's going to pass She's first. She's going to. We had a couple. You're going to have to pre, be dealing with her anyway. She's,
0: this, these guys came in pre-COVID, um, sat down f- a few minutes realizing that this guy made all the decisions, knew all the stuff. She knew nothing. She said a couple of times she was absolutely scared to death that you know something would happen to him and she would have no idea what to do. And he just completely ignored her. The husband ignored her in the room. Wow. And we we got we got about 15, 20 minutes into the conversation. And I looked at Sherry and we just both sort of knew exactly what we were both thinking. And I said to them, we're, you know, just having talked to you guys for a few minutes, I I gotta be perfectly candid and let you know that we're not gonna be a good fit. We're just we're not gonna be able to provide you what you're looking for. And I think let's just call it no harm, no foul. Let's part friends and you know, no hard feelings, but we will not be a good fit for you. 'Cause there's no way in the world I was gonna work that
1: relationship. Did he did he have any comments on that as to why?
0: Oh, I did we didn't tell him why. Yeah. We didn't really give him the answers. Just like, no, this will never work. She is scared to death and he doesn't get it. And that's awful. That's yeah. just
1: awful. And that's that's unfortunate. And you know, hopefully uh, most people are not in that situation where the wife can say, hey, listen, uh, this these people are making me uncomfortable and here's why. And the husband's going to respect that. And I think most of the time that's going to probably be the case. But if you don't advocate, self-advocate for yourself, then how are you yeah, going to yep, you know, move yep, forward yep, on that? Yep, so no, um, and in this environment and this is times in our society, you know, when everyone's self-advocating left and right and oftentimes loudly and for the wrong reasons, these ah. are some of the reasons that you should be doing it for. It's like, hey, yeah. this is your future and your retirement money. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the reality is is that you're probably gonna be the one left after the fact anyway. So I like the fact that you sit across from the wife and, and of course oh. I know Sherry does a great job as well. So you guys go into <laughs> everything as a couple, so that's great.
0: She's really good at kicking me under the table also when I use it. No, oh, fantastic. Some- some terminology that is like, explain what you mean by that word. Okay, fine. That's right. You're right. So we do.
1: Yeah, there you go. She holds you to the fire. Well, listen, yeah. let's talk about kicking you under the table. Let's talk about workshops and webinars and things of that <laughs> nature. Hopefully she doesn't kick you in those, but what's going on? What's on your agenda? Well, we
0: have talked before about the uh, dementia folks practice we're moving right. toward, all the things with long-term care and how do we, how do we work all those things? We've been going slowly, but surely through the process of getting ramped up for we're going to be doing now that it's doable again, uh, webinars were always doable. We will be doing some webinars on it, but we're also going to be doing some live workshops. The month of June is a, we might get them into the, maybe by the end of June, the first part of July, uh, start then uh, we'll be doing the webinars on a regular basis. Same thing with the workshops. The workshops are going to be done in conjunction with the Dimension Society of America, because they're, uh, we're sort of the local representative for them, and with from a financial point of view, mm-hmm. uh, about about getting their their story out and the way they see things and why they exist in the first place. So we're excited about it. Just wanted to let people know, you know, give you a warning, heads up, look out. We'll be reaching out to everybody when we get specific dates and locations. Okay, cool. Whether it's gonna, and we're going to be doing, we'd like to do one of each every month uh it's just going to be you know
1: getting it ramped work, up
0: working getting it ramped up working it into the schedule so that yeah. we get comfortable with the whole thing easy to do finding local venues to do them in and just we'll make sure that it'll it'll be on our website it'll we'll i was going to ask
1: well that will we oh yeah, like we'll an we tab? We'll post or?
0: all of that kind of stuff cool um and we'll talk and, about them on the
1: on the podcast as well. Yeah, as they, as, as they, yeah.
0: yeah. When, when we start pinning down dates and locations, we'll be sure and talk about it. So, yeah. everybody, So everybody will know. So they're free. Uh, you know, that's great. Then, and it's just it's just us. I've done gobs of these before. Um, well, I mean, I know education is years. is
1: important to you, so that's that's kind of the focus, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I was I you know I used to do twenty presentations a week when I worked for a mutual fund company, so. It's not like I'm afraid to stand up and talk
1: in front of a bunch of people. Um, this is true. Might not be any
0: good at, it, but I'm not afraid.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I say that all the time. It's like uh, I, you know, I sing uh, in, in, a, in a band and they're like, I, I just couldn't stand up in front of people and, and sing. And it's like, eh, you know, I mean, I don't know if I'm any good at it, but I do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, you know.
0: And I always uh, used to start every presentation by saying, OK, you know, you could, it's OK if you sit in the front row. A, I don't spit, but B, I do talk fast. Yeah. So, you know, pay attention. There you go. um, Because I'm going to cover a whole bunch of stuff, just like we do on these.
1: Podcast. Well, and again, we'll, we'll share that information as it gets closer and closer. Uh, you'll be able to find it on the website as well, which is PelotonCapital.com. Uh, whether there's like an events tab or whatever the case is, I'm sure they'll, they'll get that all worked out and we'll talk about oh, yeah. that uh, as you put that together. So, PelotonCapital.com, P E L L E T O N Capital.com. In the meantime, a lot of good tools, tips, and resources there as well. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartStitcher, so on and so forth. Of course, you can also book some time with them if you've got questions. If you know you need to get started. If you are in this place where, um, you know, maybe you've got a plan, you need a second opinion, you need to figure out if you need to make some tweaks with everything that's going on. uh, And my, you know, is my existing plan going to hold up under this inflation load and so on and so forth, reach out to Charles and Sherry and have a chat with them so get on the calendar stop by like i said whatever you need to do it's all there at the website pelotoncapital.com that's pelotoncapital.com thank you my friend for hanging out i appreciate it i hope you guys have a fantastic memorial day weekend whatever it is that you do
0: we will thank you very much mark and we will chat again soon
1: see you in a couple weeks here in june on financial choices matter with fiduciary advisor charles scott